Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Chris, joined by my brothers, Adam and Eric. Hello. And Adam's doing Jedi mind tricks. (laughs) Hello there. Um, (laughs) We are back in the room to talk more about video games and to continue our lead up to the launch of the next gen, which for us is the PlayStation 5. It's the console that we have all pre-ordered. Um, at the time of recording this is before its launch, but by the time this comes out, the PS5 will have actually launched in some parts of the world. Oh, yeah. Still be yet to launch for us here in Ireland. So we, we have timed it that we're leading up to the launch of it for us personally, but some people will have already experienced it and gotten to enjoy it. And we're still leading up to it. But continuing on from the discussions that we've had previously. And we may be like a whole month before I get it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, are you are you not day one? Oh, yeah. I'm so, not. I'm not day one. So me and Adam got emails from we had uh, ordered from GameStop. And we both and we had no idea when we'd possibly be getting it. And I was like, ah, oh, sugar. And no idea. It's kind of annoying not knowing. But sure. Look, at at least we have it pre-ordered. And then we both got emails to say that we would be getting it uh, for the launch. So we were like, way, delighted. So then I remember messaging Eric, Eric, did you get it? That same email? So Eric, what did your email say? Or what, like, what was the gist of it? Hey, for not ordering straight away, man, uh, you don't get it straight away. More That's or less than what it says. That's not what it said. Jesus I, I can't, uh, I can't remember what it said, but it just pretty much said, Is it, was it just something like along the lines of, yeah, your order is still reserved, but you won't be getting it at launch, is it? Something yeah, like I think I think they said that you'd be getting it latest around New Year's or something like that. Okay, cool, cool. So, yeah. I wonder if this is going to be like um, Final Fantasy VII was for us. Because, uh, like, like, I know it's launching, ni- was it 19th of November for us? That's right, yeah. But, like, how are they going to... I, I don't I can't imagine they ship that day. I imagine they ship hoping you get it that day. Well, it's either gonna be like that. So are you gonna get it like yeah, you know, depending on how good how good the courier is, are you gonna get it like a day early? That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Possibly. Um I might I might still That'd have to so wait good. Christmas. Because it's my Christmas present and Ash was like, Oh hold on now. You know, I know. I have to wrap it. I I know. Like, Look it, I don't mind not opening something Christmas you, Day. You will, you can like, you can give yours to me. Eric. And then when mine comes, you can get it. Not if yours is not coming until after Christmas. Fuck that. <laughs> That's just a gamble you'll have to take. I was the first take. of us to pre-order it. So fuck that. No way. So look and on. I was the last of us. Hey. Um, anyway, so look, at, we're all looking forward to the PS5 coming out. In our last previous episodes, we uh, looked at Top 5 PS1. We did a recap on our Top 5 PS2. And then we looked at Top 5 PS3, which was really, really hard. Um, now we're and- on to Vita. Now we're on to the Vita. <laughs> now we're now on to the PS4. And we're going to try and collectively um, decide what the Brothers Takes top five PS4 games are. Uh, so it works the same way as the ones we did before, where it's we all have our own personal top five lists. And we're going to nominate ones forward and then try and narrow down collectively what our top five PS4 games would be. Uh, the list at the end will not necessarily look like any one of our individual lists, but then it could. Maybe someone will look at I made predictions on the previous episodes of how many we would share. On this one, I think there's going to be two games across the board for all of us. And the other three, I don't know what's going to happen. 
I think all of us will end up putting a game forward that none of the rest of us agree with. I don't even know what my top five is, man. Jesus Christ. Why not? It's tough. It's not that tough. I I didn't think it was that tough. As PS3, I don't, th- I don't think it's as tough as PS3, but I, I think no, it's, it's, not as tough it's tougher as than PS3. PS1, for sure. I, I, the reason I find it tough is, like, the, the, few, like the few games, which one is better enough to, to make it to the, the, to the top five list, you know? Like, I have a bu- there's a bunch of games that I'm like, these are all equally good. Yeah. I don't know which is better to put up there that's that's why well, i'm finding it tough what we'll do is we'll make it easy and we'll just go uncharted collection last must be mastered you can't do that oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point we'll, yeah, we'll just put all the trees the rules of the game, the rules of the game games, uh, follow on from last time the rules of the game follow on it's no remasters and no digital ports from previous consoles it has to be games that actually launched on this console um if you're watching us on YouTube as you go along, you can jump into the comments to let us know your picks for the games and also just to put in a comment on any of the particular games that we mention if you want to give your own thoughts on that particular game or why you disagree or agree with our particular choices. Um, and then if you listen to us on audio platforms, you can get in touch with social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Brothers Take to join in the conversation. No matter what point you listen to this episode, um, you can always... Like if it's if it's a month after it's released, you could still touch base with us to let us know what your particular picks would be for the PS4. We feel as well at this point, even though there's more PS4 games to come, at this point, I, I I'm pretty certain that every PS4 game that comes now is also going to be on the PS5. Maybe not on its launch, but and also they'll all play on the PS5. So at this yeah. point every we're kind of at the point where we've had all the ps4 games that are solely does that make sense kind of like i know like for example like this, that, that's gonna make that's gonna make ps like when we get to talking about ps5 that's gonna make that kind of tricky you know it is a bit gen games we're hoping that's well down the line right <laughs> like eventually there will be, there will be PS5 exclusives probably you know um yeah. but anyway that's enough kind of preamble and enough building up to the conversation. We're here to talk top five PS4 games. It's going to work the same format as before. Let's cue the music. So, uh, as we did before, I think we should throw in a couple of honorable mentions. If someone says an honorable mention that is actually in your top five, we won't reveal that just yet till we get around to actual top fives. Um, but it's it's just good to throw a shout out to some games that maybe didn't make a top five. And as we said before, if we mentioned if a game does not make it into our top five, it does not mean that we hate that game. And if there's a game that we don't mention at all. From the PS4 it's because we hate that game. It's because we hate that game. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean like okay. I just gotta throw a quick example out there. What just happened there? Where? Oh, sorry. <laughs> My screen just flashed away for a second and then flashed back. <laughs> and it scared the shit out of me. And I was like, oh, what just happened? Did the call just end on a whim? I went out by. <laughs> anyway, I was like, I was about to give an example, and it was like as if the internet just went no. 
<laughs> no more examples. So, Let's go. So uh, an example. And by the way, these don't have to be PS4 exclusives. They can be cross-gen. So some of these games are also on the Xbox One and PC. But anyway, um, like a game that I really liked, but that's not going to get an honorable mention or get in the top five. So it's just like that, is a Plague Tale Innocence. I was really impressed by that game. And if, if I was to talk about that game on its own for a while, I could talk about that with a lot of love for it. But ju- but it's just not going to get... It's not up in the top for me. So just because it doesn't get that kind of... So there's lots, lots of games like that. Just because they don't get that status doesn't mean we dislike it. We could still probably talk about it with a lot of love. I mean, Does I kind of make... dislike it, so. I know, I know. Yeah, well, I when you played it, it was yeah, weird, on, and all the played, graphics weren't that good. You played on the wrong reason. console, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> and I also hope at this point everyone who has an Xbox Series X or Series S is enjoying it as well. That's another thing. Is that released? Um, at this point, when this comes out, it will have been released. At huh? time of recording, it's releasing next Tuesday, which is the 10th of November. Well, congratulations yeah. to those who are getting that console. And yeah. Yes, I do hope you enjoy it. Um, okay, so Eric, would you like to throw in any honorable mentions first that did not make your top five, but that you did enjoy? Or well, not... I, I would have said, actually, Plague Tale. In a sense, as oh, a memorable okay. One. Yeah, yeah. As a memorable one. Because I remember playing that and thinking, I don't want this to end. I loved I loved it. It was so good. I had a strange, ex- like, different experience. Where I loved it, but wanted it to end. I, I... felt it dragged on a little bit. Even though yeah, I, I can, I, yeah, I can see, I can see, yeah, I can see that. Um, anyway, okay. uh, honorable mention. What? Sorry, just kind of. It sounded like. It sounded like you were glitching out a bit. I can see. I can see. I can see. I can see that. Somebody's to make a fucking remix of Erica. I can see. I can see. <laughs> it's like you're about to break into song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, no. Cause sing star was my Sing star, take that. No, I think that was only on PS3. I don't. I can't. Are they still doing Sing Stars? I have no idea. Anyway, uh, XCOM Two. I've oh, mentioned that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was I've that Enemy Within? No. That was XCOM Two. Oh, is it not a subtitle? Oh. No, wait. So there was there was XCOM Enemy Unknown. The yeah, expansion yeah. to that is XCOM Enemy Within. Yeah, yeah. Then oh. there was XCOM Two. Yeah. And then the expansion to that was XCOM War of the Chosen. Yeah. And then there's going to be XCOM 3, and there's going to be XCOM the something of the something. Return of the combat system. Yeah. Other yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, honorable mentions, I suppose, I could put out there. Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. I found it really hard to play oh, again, right. but yeah. I, I, I did enjoy playing. I enjoyed exploring the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not necessarily actually playing the game. I find it really hard to get into Dragon Age games. I did. I tried at that one, and I tried yeah. with another one. I uh, don't know what I, it is. I, I, so I, I seen their their new. They were doing like a tech demo thing for their. Not like it was. Uh, they were talking about their next one anyway, and they did show a bit of gameplay they were working on, and it looks like they have massively improved upon the gameplay. It looks way more yeah. dynamic. So hopefully, it's not as as slow and weird as Dragon Age as the other ones were because the other ones were very like attack and then you kind of just put the controller down go make yourself some dinner uh, do your shopping and come back and you're still on the same fight it's kind of how 
Dragon Age Inquisition's fighting went. Really. Yeah, that's how Final Fantasy X played as well, and it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you could leave that thing down for hours. <laughs> um, I think it was the accents, though, the voice acting that actually I found really hard to get into Dragon Age. That's yeah, that that is that is one. Yeah. But that's a that's a whole different thing. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. All right, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, put that as a, as a memorable as a honorable Honor, mention. honorable mention. Mass Effect Honor. Andromeda. Yeah. Wow. wow. <laughs> um. But I fucking hated Sekiro. <laughs> I had high hopes for Sekiro. I know. I know. I know. Um, it just didn't. It just wasn't what I wanted at the time. But the reason I do Master Drama is because I'm I, I, I do have a love for the Mass Effect series. Yeah. Um, and if we were to do an Xbox 360 five favorite games, they'd be up there. All three uh, of them. All three of them. Uh, yeah. Anyway, with Andromeda, the problem was it kind of suffered from the love of. It suffered from the fan base because you were set up the shoes of someone else, dealing with characters you don't know. Right. And then a lot of the personal quests with the characters and everything were very much, they were cliffhangered. So they weren't actually finished. So they were it very much, I think, suffered from wait till the next one to see how all your choices, why all your choices matter. Why is it Rotter. an honorable mention, though? Because uh, the cause Mass Effect, man. Okay. The ga- the gameplay was a mass <laughs> gameplay was massive improvement. Uh, graphics were were an improvement too. I didn't actually I didn't see them. Stop doing those eyes. <laughs> I didn't. It's see just that like problems. when I saw it, it, it just looked like an absolute bundle, like just a mess. Like the whole thing is a mess. Like there's I barely experienced any messes. The the biggest messes I ever experienced was a guy looking at you, but then their head would do this. <laughs> that, that was, that was... <laughs> no but even even like because i always found that mass effect games uh on the previous gen like the 316 ps3 i always thought they were quite groundbreaking with their visuals like mm. that they, they looked really well um but mass effect andromeda looked like old or something i don't know like it, it almost had that you know that equivalent of like you know like fallout 4 where in the right lighting it looks good, but in most cases those textures just and model characters just look dog yeah, well, shit. You know what? Maybe Eric just experienced Mass Effect and Drama in the I'm right just light. Wondering. All the I'm time. just wondering. I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering. What yeah. is it that made it an well, honorable well, well, mention? Well, 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 let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. That's all. Uh, That's all. Uh, well, exploring, yeah, exploring and drama. Like I, I did have problems with it. That's why it's not um, going to be top yeah. five. But I just thought I'd, I'd give it an honorable mention because I did enjoy playing it. And I did want to play it again, much like with Dragon Age Inquisition. I did want to play it and make different choices. I think my biggest issue with it would be the size of each area and how much you can do in each area. Right. It can kind of sometimes be like, look, I have like 10 of these places I have to go to. I really don't want to be spending my entire life in this one area. Um, But I did enjoy the, the prospects of what they had to offer. And I did enjoy exploring these new regions and get delving into the, that universe again okay um then then uh, honorable another honorable mention i'm sure you guys can it's not going to go into top five because it just don't have enough room uh red dead 2 red dead redemption 2 right absolutely going as an honorable mention 
And I don't think anyone's going to argue on that one. <laughs> I know, they probably would, because they're probably like, why They'll probably argue that, why is it not in the top five? five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, because I, I mean the ratings for that game. Like, I was actually surprised when I was looking, and uh, I was just doing a look through Metacritic just to kind of mm. see, like, well, is there anything I'm kind of forgetting about? Red Dead is at the top of that list. I know. Yeah, it, no, it's highly praised. I actually I played the beginning of that game. Very impressed by the visuals and stuff. Yeah, but at the time. I think it's something I should come back and play at some point. And I, I, I'd like to point that out as well, that this list is obviously got to be subjective and it's based on the games that we have played. We haven't played every single game. But with Red Dead 2, at the time, I was looking for something fun. I was looking for Red Dead 1. Of, <laughs> I didn't have a lot of time. And that is a slow starting game. It's it's a tr- like... yeah. It took a while to get going. And even at that, I was like, I have no motivation to put this on. Yeah, yeah I uh, I think they that was my issue. Yeah, I my my issues with the game have basically been like like what I loved about the first one wasn't in the second one, basically. Like these are two separate games in, in terms yeah. of their feel and tone, where one yeah, is yeah. trying to be, one is trying to be like a kind of a piss take version of a spaghetti western Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah, the second one to me feels like it's trying to be the Revenant. Right, good yeah, comparison. Yeah. Different, different tone. Yeah, my uh, obviously the game. The reasons I love the game is that it's a technological marvel. Yeah, it's stunning, oh, absolutely it's stunning. Incredible, so big. There's so much to do in it. Every single NPC has a life. You can go watch and just follow them and watch as they do their daily business like you know you can talk to them start fights with them or buy them beer yeah. you can grow facial hair and beard and then stylist so many like so many options of what to do the what you can do with the guns what you know, even interacting with your own camp and everything the horses balls shrivel in the cold like that's just a ridiculous <laughs> thing to add in ridiculous level of detail, isn't it? yeah it's really i'm gonna so say deep. as well actually it it has me incredibly excited for Grand Theft Auto 6 of what they could achieve because of what Rockstar at this point can achieve you yeah know? you'd you be it's... driving through the snow and the Ferrari's balls to shrink up into it <laughs> <laughs> what, <the fuck? laughs> what I wasn't going there at all okay anyway <laughs> so on to what I would like I think Voice actors, mate. I think I was saying while I was playing it, I think Dutch is the is the best voice actor, the best mm. actor and character in that entire game because his story arc, watching him be this charismatic leader and then descend into madness, was great to watch. You could see, you could just slowly see it. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I like. I don't think I need to go on too much about what's great about the game because I think watch any review ever they'll tell you. What I dislike about the game is it's too long. It's way too repetitive, and I know most games kind of are, but like this is like you can really feel and see that it's repetitive. Yeah. And then I love like let's say upgrading guns or upgrading my clothes or like upgrading the camp or something. You can do it. I love like collecting shit and everything, but upgrading your camp is so like realistic is great, but don't make it too real. God damn it! There's yeah, a reason I don't play yeah. the Sims. It's the yeah, it is a simulator. It's a cowboy simulator, and it's. Right, like not what I kind of was signing up for, I guess. It, you know, no. when you when you go off of like the previous Red Dead, 
um that wasn't at all a simulator <laughs> no no yeah it had the red dead one you could you could tell it was the guys who made grand theft auto yeah i thought like yeah. there was still a satire and a cartooniness to it as well mm. um and it was incredibly fun as well as being like you could sit down and write an intellectual paper on its themes and the stuff it's pointing out yeah but it's just been delivered to you in this satirical way and I feel like the second one is more of like an Oscar nominated style thing. Like it's more of a yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Like maybe uh, now again, I haven't played near. Yeah, I think like two. that's what I would love to see with, with GTA. Like my fear of GTA Six, or even the next Red Dead, is that be one or the other. You know, be a narrative driven game. You've yeah. proven with Red Dead you can do it. With Red Dead yeah. Two, you can do that. Or be a uh, this open world kind of do what you want sandbox game because well, i, I found that there was there was missions in red dead 2 where it's like okay cool but you gotta do it this way you gotta like almost like the assassin's creed games where it's like you gotta actually follow the person this way but if you decide to go off the path and go around that way you'll fail the mission tell you you've you... gone too far or something yeah yeah, yeah. and it's like see i i think red dead 2 was their statement and what I mean by that is, I think now they're gonna. It's, I'm, I'm kind of looking at it now as like, Naughty Dog had their Uncharted series and their Last of Us series for two different vibes. Yeah. I think yeah. Grand Theft Auto Six will be satirical and fun because they know that that's just its identity. Yeah. Red Dead Three will be more like Red Dead Two than it will be like Red Dead One. And I think that'll. Be, I, I I do think that's gonna be their split where it's like they can, you know, they could try out different things with both series now. Yeah. I just, I just, I really think that those type of narrative-driven missions don't work in an open-world game. I, I, right. I, I really don't think so. Okay. And if they, if they are doing it like where you have to follow somebody, make it over a short distance. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, yeah. Fucking Assassin's Creed. It. No, Assassin's like, Creed. Some of them are like, this is ridiculously like, oh, this is going on forever. Yeah. Yeah. It's stupid shit. Yeah. I've never been the biggest fan of Assassin's Creed, so I no. might be a bit biased, but for fuck's sake. Yeah, the mission, stru- <laughs> the mission structures are dog shit. Like, yeah. 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 Anyway, um, Eric, have you any more honorable mentions? Uh, uh, Even every game in your catalog, are you? Going through them. Try to. Do, 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 do. One second. Uh, Chris, sure. Well, no, I'm not gonna mention. I could mention Sekiro, but as is it an honorable mention? mention? Yeah. I, you didn't like, sound. I, 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 I mean, for me, I, right? Honorable mention is clear up, but yeah. But for me, an honorable mention is it was a possible contender to make the top five, but it didn't make the top five. Yeah, and not just I like it. Yeah, as in, like, you know, you, you were thinking about it, but then uh, and then you That's ended why it's up an kick, honorable mention. You kicked it out of the top five, essentially. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a content. It's like, I want to mention it because it was, I did think about it. It's up there for me, but it didn't make my top five. Well, then XCOM 2 and, and, and Red Dead 2 stay there yeah. on the honorable mentions list. Yeah. You're just mentioning other... games. <laughs> I was mentioning games that I enjoyed. I was like, I'm going to give an honorable mention. No, no, no that's not an honorable mention. This game should get a mention. I enjoyed it. No, 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 yeah. That's what I was saying earlier. Like, remember when I was talking about like the whole Plague Tale thing? And I was like, then, just because we don't actually, name a game doesn't mean no. we didn't enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe not Plague Tale's on that. It's probably not on that either. Uh, 
Yeah. Okay, right. You guys say things uh, just to make sure I don't fucking say the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, would you like to give us a couple of your honorable mentions? Uh, sure. Um, I'll start with Until Dawn. Yeah. Uh, that's a fantastic game. It really is. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that's definitely my favorite of those. Uh, it's not a point and click adventure, but it's similar. You know, like you choose your mm. choose your path and choose your that dialogue. That game has no business being as good as it is. No, that game no, has like no business being as good as it that's is. That's the cabin. Was it Cabin in the Woods? Is that the name? Yeah, of the film? Cabin, it's cabin the Cabin in the Woods of of the horror video games, essentially. Yes. Bang on! Yeah, it it's just it's, it's so like, it's so aware of what it's doing, uh, but yeah. then it turns into a really great horror. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal. I yeah. really like it. It's like I've I've always thought I liked those games, those ty- that type of game, um, but I couldn't. You know, I've said it a few times. I couldn't get through any of the Telltale stuff, and I tried going back. Like I, I played Detroit Become Human, and even that was painful for me to to try play through. Okay. And I tried going back to play Heavy Rain on the, the PS4, the the kind of ups, up-res version. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, fuck, I'm I'm not enjoying this. This I, My memory of this is better than I than this game actually is. Right. Um, so I think it was just the right time and, and place. But Until Dawn has like a quality to it and the way it plays and the pacing of it. Like, I cannot fault that game. It's so good. Those camera angles as well. Yeah, it has this like a silent ridiculous. Silent Hill vibe to it. Ridiculous. They the camera angles, I couldn't praise it enough. Just the way it shifts and makes you feel like you're being followed as you walk down what are essentially corridors, even if it's out in the woods. But it makes it feel so like like I like you can nearly give out to say, Oh, it's so linear, you know? Yeah. But it, it's on purpose. It's really like isolating oh. and like claustrophobic yeah. almost. Claustrophobic, that's the word. Yeah, yeah. bang on. And it's visually great as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yep. yeah. I uh, there, yeah. There's nothing I can fault. Even some of the characters are annoying as fuck. That's but it's on purpose. Cool though. That's so good yeah, that yeah, the, yeah. they are because <laughs> you're kind of like you almost do everything in your power to try and kill them off. Then nearly, but yeah. if you don't succeed in that, it's like, ah, she survived. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a great game. It really is. Uh, Destiny. I'm gonna put Destiny there as well. That's oh, not yeah. much. I spent so much time with with Destiny and two. Um, it's kind of weird that they're separated as games because they're quite they're quite similar. But um, yeah, it's it's we're seeing a lot of games that have that formula. Not that Destiny is the first to do it, but um, even like the likes of Godfall, which is coming out on PS5, has a kind of a similar kind of uh loop to it gameplay loop um there's just a lot of those type of like just join your friends do a raid we even the multiplayer of ghost of tsushima has like kind of a similar vibe to it as well so what makes destiny fun is just the that it's getting together with friends and just completing challenges and getting better gear and stuff but it's made by probably the best first person shooter team on the planet bungie so it, yeah. the gameplay is really good, you know. You don't have to aim perfectly because they've always implemented, even on the 360 with Halo, they've always implemented kind of like a, as long as you're close, as long as your crosshair is close, it'll count as a hit. You know, it's almost like a auto aim feature nearly. 
Yeah. So it just is really rewarding. You know, you don't feel like a piece of shit if your if your aim is off because they're kind of assisting you in a way. And um, so I, I yeah, it plays well. Doom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Doom, I think is the best shooter on PS4. PS4. Absolutely. I don't think there's any first-person shooter that comes close to it. Where you have the Call of Duty games and stuff <clears throat> trying to... Like, they don't know whether they want to be a military simulator game or another Fortnite. They just haven't a clue. And they're kind of, like, like you know, fighting with themselves. And I just think their formula is fucked. Like, <laughs> I just... I've never... I haven't played a, a Call of Duty game that's been as satisfying as COD 4. Yeah. Um, but Doom, they they reinvigorate like they they took a formula that would have been old school first person shooter and made it work in a modern setting. Like when you play that game, I'm pretty sure it's not 60 frames when you play it, but it feels like it is. Like it feels fast. Yeah. Um, and you feel fucking powerful in it. It's you like feel ridiculously fast. Yeah. You need to like slow down. <laughs> yeah. No. At first, it's like you're speeding around the room. You're like, oh my god, my eyes are bleeding due to the speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go back to any other like, so, let's say, Call of Duty. You're like, wow, this guy is so slow. Hurry the fuck up. Yeah. I would put Doom Eternal here. Only I haven't actually completed it. Um, I played like kind of. I think I'm halfway through it. I do prefer, from what I've played, I prefer the gameplay loop of Doom Eternal. But because I haven't cleared it, I, I'm not mentioning it here. Um, Beat Saber. What? <laughs> yeah. I wasn't expecting Beat that. Beat Saber. Beat Saber, motherfucker. That is fucking brilliant. It is yeah. so good. It is, it is Guitar Hero with lightsabers. Yeah. You know? Um, it's, it's mad that that game makes you feel more like a jedi than actual star wars games <laughs> like just standing there with it like and and yeah. the music you don't even have to like the music to get enjoyment out of it but it does have the lincoln park pack motherfucker yeah so you can slam one step closer in that with lightsabers like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's an easy sell for adam it's done like yeah it's just that's what i want <laughs> right there. yeah yeah Give me some hybrid theory and Star Wars. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Motherfucker, yeah. Yeah. And it's got new divide in there. So, like, that's it. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm sold. Um, Yeah. That's a, such a such a fun game. It's it, Like, if there's anything worth picking, it doesn't matter what VR headset you're going to get. Like, whether it's PSVR or uh, PC related, you have to get Beat Saber. It's, it's a must. All right. Um... Horizon Zero Dawn is an honorable mention. Incredible game. I really wasn't expecting to like that as much as I did. Yeah. Um. Obviously, stunning game. Mm. Uh, <laughs> really interesting story as well. Yeah. The things I didn't like about it, which is why it's not in my top five, is I did feel that you could pretty much do everything in the game quite quickly. And mm-hmm. that there's not much reason to go back into that world. And um, I would have preferred more interaction with NPCs, like maybe a market system or, or something. You know, like when you go to towns, there's no reason to be in those towns. You know? 
Yeah. Um, I, I think they could have done a lot more with it, like building up a sense of culture and, you know, speaking to individual NPCs. Take a, you know, book out of Skyrim's, uh, you know, shelf. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like, it's like, it's supposed to be a page out of a book, but taking a book. I think they need. I think they. Need, yeah, they need to take the full book though. <laughs> you know, take a book out of Skyrim's library. There, <laughs> I would make immersive games. Yeah. Um, That's right. But folks, I am. I am. Another episode mentioning Skyrim. <laughs> we'll have to start like. A yeah, Skyrim. I'm not done. I'm not done. <laughs> Stop now. Stop now. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to the the kind of the sequel to Horizon, and uh, I think the series is going only going to get better from here. Uh, yeah. I just hope as well that uh, one of the things I disliked about Horizon was like I just want to get from here to there without having to in, like f- fight something, you know? Like the whole world is so treacherous in a way that's kind of an, a nuisance rather than kind of um, like I don't know if you remember playing Far Cry Three. You want to drive yeah. from one, like one. You want to walk from one side of the street to the other, but to do that, you have to kill fifty guys. Yeah, like, yeah. And then when you walk back out of that tavern, the fifty guys are back, and you're like, after crying out loud, I just want to go over to the to the clothes shop and yeah. buy my son a shirt. I'm obviously not. So I, I would, I would really love, like... <laughs> I would really love. Like, there's so much in Horizon on a visual scale, and like. I would just love there if there was something other than combat in that yep. game. Which brings me on to my other honorable mention, which is Death Stranding, a game which has essentially what I would love from Horizon is an ability to explore a beautiful world with no combat. <laughs> I actually thought that was going to be in your top five. No, no. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I but, thought it was. I mean, there's there's a lot wrong with Death Stranding. Right. Um, but then it is so unique. Uh, it does introduce something that I think um, is missing from AAA games, which is just you know, you know, how do you make a game without ha- having to fight something? Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? and slow down and take it all in. You yeah. know, yeah, take in some of the experience. I was actually there's a friend of mine um, who I work with, and he was he's been playing Death Stranding, and he absolutely loves it. Yeah, and it's he's great. Like, he's just talk- he just talked high praise about it. And he was like, Kojima, man. I don't know what's on his brain, but the man's a fucking genius. Like. <laughs> yeah. But it's one of those games as well where it's like, if you if you don't, don't like it, it's like, I totally get it. Like, I, I yeah, really, yeah, yeah. I, you I've know, heard it's, that. It's not like, I, it's not everyone's cup of tea. I wish that actually, because I was playing Dark Souls 3 earlier in the week. And... That, that Dark Souls and Dark Souls games, Demon Souls, Bloodborne, uh, they all have like an online system where you can actually play with yeah, or yeah. against other players. Oh yeah. But while I was playing Dark Souls three, it just Death Stranding popped in my head, and I was kind of thinking stuff. I wish they would adopt Death Stranding's way of doing multiplayer, rather than the way where they are done helping it. each other. Yeah, where everyone's helping each other to try because the game is already hard enough and you're already dealing with hard enemies. So right. when you're like fighting a really tough enemy and then a guy, another player invades your world to try kill you, it's just annoying. It's just like, oh, for fuck's sake, I was almost had this guy killed and now this other player is going to come on and kick my ass and I have to do it all again. Yeah, that so would I do, the shit out of me. Yeah, so I'd really, so I actually, when I was playing, I decided 
besides Axel's tree, again, I went, you know what? I'm just going to turn the online off. I'm just going to turn it off so no one fucking bothers me. But I wish they did Death Stranding online because it's been really, it's been great when you're playing it and you're like walking across a cliff or something because you're trying to take the fast route, but you realize it's not a good idea. But then you find a ladder someone left behind. You're like, oh, thank Christ, I can climb. Yeah, that's the that's or... the thing I really loved was like you're like shit, like and the rain is here and now my yeah. cargo's being fucked and. I have no materials to build a thing to get across, and then you you walk over that hill and you see that someone has built a bridge over the ravine, and you're like, "Thank you, whoever did this. Thank yeah, yeah. you," and you can give likes to them then as well. You, you know, you can give them their, your appreciation. Um, so yeah, it like that is really nice. Where where it feels like Death Stranding has a lot of those moments, which I would refer to as like, "Here come the Rohirrim." Which is like that moment where you feel like, you know, it's it's all going to go to <laughs> shit. But yeah, there yeah. you go. There's like your backup nearly, and uh, it's it's really nice. Yeah. I did find it was funny sometimes with Death Stranding where I let I build a ladder, I put it somewhere, I climb up the ladder, I get up, let's say a cliff to get to a building, and then I go away, do something else. Then I realize I have to go back to that building and I go over. This actually happened. It was in the first area, and I go to a ladder. And I find that someone else built a ladder right beside my ladder. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? And then more people use that guy's ladder, my ladder. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? Throw <laughs> <laughs> my ladder. Your ladder's not as good. Any more honorable mentions, Adam? That all depends on how my top five is going to go. Because I have seven in my top five. <laughs> right. So and if two, of them, if two of them get booted out due to, I don't know, disqualification maybe. Uh, then the other two become honorable mentions. I hear what you're saying. Okay. Um, so some honorable mentions from me. Until Dawn is up there. Uh, that right. was considered for all the reasons we've said before. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. And I, I agree with you completely. And that was one that nearly made top five for me. Mm. I love Aloy as a character and I loved that world. I do think that the second one is going to be better. I am so excited for it. And I think the second one like might undoubtedly be like uh, a, a, a like generation defining game like i think it's going to be amazing i think they'll only have learned from what they did in the first game yeah um but i do agree that as amazing as the first game was it's it's not as replayable it's hard to jump back into it it's like yeah. i think once you've done it you've done it mm. so i'm looking forward to the next one but there was only so much i could do with the first one i found um, i found that with most ps4 games yeah, I remember yeah. you saying that. Yeah. Um, another honorable mention, Resident Evil 2. Um, my fondness for that game has only grown since we first talked about it. And it's just so much they did right with that remake. Um, there, I have some problems with the way it's structured, which is why I wouldn't rank it higher. But there's also, like, it's undoubtable, like, the the achievement that they had with that game. The lighting, the atmosphere, it's its incredible. And it really takes you back to, like, it feels like you're in the 90s. Even when you're walking around and looking at things like the, the CRT televisions and stuff, and it's nuts. Like, it's the attention to detail in the game is ridiculous. Um, yeah, I'm excited to never play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. Um, I got to try out two honorable mentions. I don't think they can be in the top five because they're not really... Well, one of them could be if you really want it. It's probably more of a full-length game. Um. So the Lost Legacy. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, like amazing what they did with that game. You know, and yeah. the Uncharted package so fun. 
for me, there's a few more games that were better than it, but it was, you know, great fun and amazing graphics. And uh, I gotta throw in honorable mention. It's such a small experience, but PT uh, gets an honorable mention. I can't give it a top five. It's not a full game. I just can't. I see. I I don't think it can get a spot. I see. Yeah, so you can take off one of those. <laughs> I I just it's not a full game. So what? I don't. Well, but because of what it did, I want to give it an honorable mention because I do think it's an incredible achievement. But I just it's not a full game. I think Visage it's is coming demo. to PS4, which is Matt Wush was heavily inspired off PT. Okay. <laughs> no, just just to let you know, if you're looking for more PT. Oh yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'll oh, and I think actually Ko- Konami was going to release PT and then didn't or something like that. They were going to re-release and then they didn't. They're like kind of playing they, they with my heart. Yeah, they're, 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 they're giving everyone a little bit of a tickle there and then went, nah. <laughs> but I think I think that's it for my honorable mentions before we get into top five. So, Eric, have you got any more honorable mentions? And you'll have to go quick now because <laughs> it's been a long time. Get a ball in order. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I enjoyed that game too. Probably then Horizon Zero Dawn 2. Uh, not not 2, but as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all, the, all the reasons. Um, Jedi Fallen Order, I'd say that because it's it's done Star Wars right. But it's strangely enough a game where you should play it on the easy difficulty if you're wanting to actually experience a Star Wars game. Yep. The reason, like, the reason it wouldn't go to top 5 is because... like Well, one of the, the reasons it wouldn't go to top 5 is because they decided to take a page out of Dark Souls book. And it doesn't suit that universe. Not a book out of the shelf, though. Whereas, no, 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 no. Whereas all the pages that they took from the Uncharted experience worked. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lost Great. Legacy. Yeah, absolutely. Until Dawn. Uh, Detroit Become Human. I'd actually put that up there because I had an amazing experience with that. Yeah. Uh, um, sure. Let's just leave okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So basically, a huge catalog of PlayStation 4 games got honorable mentions there. But mm. now we got to get into the top five. Eric, would you like to nominate? Right. Let's 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 get the easy one right out of the way. Ghost of Tsushima. You're assuming. Well, it's the easy <laughs> one for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, Ghost of Tsushima, which came out this year, and we did do an episode on it, uh, two episodes on it. We did a first impressions, and then we did our final take on it. Um, Adam. The Ghost of Tsushima make it into your top five? Yes. Okay, you don't sound very certain there. Just because I have seven, so now I have to try and figure out which is my five. <laughs> well, I, th- I thought I already helped you with one of those. Come on. I mean, PT is like such a fucking... <laughs> it was a game. It was a game. It was a game. And that's the thing, right? Down through the ages... We'll be talking about it. would be old men by the fucking fire talking to, uh, I don't know, some lad who <laughs> has never, like, well, people are never going to yeah. be able to experience that. We've experienced yeah. that. It's, yeah, it's amazing. But it's like, uh, and it was an exclusive too, you know, like, it's like know. only if yeah. you had a PS4, you've played this. And how could you not include it? It was well, better than most it... of the games on the fucking console. It's got a, it's got a special mention from me. Uh... Okay, okay, <laughs> special mention. Special right. mention. Yeah, I, I think I, yeah, go on and mention for me as well. And so with Resi too, but yeah, right, so it's not it's, it's not gonna make it there. Whoa! Honestly. Whoa! 
Did, did I hear Eric right there? What? Whoa. What? Did you just say... Did I hear that right? Did you say Resi 2 is an honorable mention and only as an afterthought? Yeah. Weird. But that's... What? Look, I don't have all day to name all the honorable mentions. No, 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 that's not my point. I talked that was surely in your top five. I am fucking shocked. I have absolutely... <laughs> I feel like I have to change it now. Crippled, which... No, no I you don't, don't have to I change can, it. But it is a little weird that, that you were uh, talking about, like... what? that game what, so much. What did you mention? Oh, yeah, Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah, and Dragon Age Inquisition. You didn't even mention this, <laughs> dude. What the Look, fuck? I'm not gonna lie. I didn't have my list created until about two seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, but... Surely it'd be the ones that really stand out to you as actual fucking amazing games. <laughs> you talk about Resident Evil with, like, the highest... Per- anyway, sorry. I... Ghost of Tsushima is in my top five. 100%. Every day. All day. Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima is in my top five. Yeah, yeah. awesome. And you know what? We, we've talked about everything. The only thing we hadn't talked about, because it hadn't been out yet, so we can talk very there. briefly about it, was that Legends mode, which has come out since. and uh, Well, just that update that came out, but the big thing that came out from it was Legends, the online multiplayer. Mm. We have been playing it. Uh, we actually were playing it with Brian as well. He was on our Final Fantasy VII Remake episodes uh, way back when. But um, how do you guys find? Without, we won't go out about it too long. But how do you find Legends mode while we're here? It's, it it makes it turns most other multiplayer games into its little bitch. <laughs> oh, all right then, sake. Oh, that's that's how I feel about it. <laughs> um, Adam, how do you feel about Legends mode? I I think it's fine. There's not enough there for me to want to to keep jumping on and playing it. Yeah. Okay. I I really enjoy it. I think it's awesome that you have different classes that have little abilities. Um, and me and Eric actually have played quite a lot of the story mode. Which oh yeah, I co- didn't get the chance which, to do that one. Which I've really enjoyed. I re I I much prefer the story mode to the survival mode. Story yeah. mode is fun, but the story mode is way more immersive for me. And there's lots of cool visuals and then cool little like challenges that you have to try and overcome together. The only thing I wish was. The survival mode allows up to four players. I don't know why the story mode doesn't. Yeah. Because I, I just think that it would be cool if you had four people representing each class playing through the story mode together. Yeah. Uh, like your your little companions or your own little fellowship. Like, um, That's kind of my only criticism. But other than that, I'm really enjoying the experience. I'm enjoying unlocking and equipping new stuff for the character. And it's like, it's it's an addition that this game didn't need. It's a weird one too. Like you never expected it. But it's ma- but like you know what I mean. It's it's like the game was already for me mm-hmm. uh, at in a top five PS4 games. It's already an incredible game. I absolutely loved it. It's up there as one of the best games I've played this year and one of the best games of the PS4 generation. Obviously, if it's getting top five for me, and it just didn't need this. And yet it's like here, have a free fucking online awesome. Yeah, mode no one's gonna that. complain. <laughs> okay cool and i'm playing that i'm like great now there's even more to like about the game you guys are fucking sucker punch are fucking like amazing at the moment um just they've knocked the ball out of the park or the park out of the ball i don't know (laughs) if i was gonna take like the book from the library (laughs) (laughs) they knocked the ball out of the ball shop (laughs) (laughs) with a golf club (laughs) So, anyway, yeah, Legends mode is awesome. If you have Ghost of Tsushima and you have not yet tried that out, like if you played it and then didn't revisit it, I would definitely recommend it. 
Um, plus, it's there. You might as well. It's not going to cost you anything extra. Yeah. You've already paid for it, so you might as well enjoy it. There's also a new game plus and stuff after being added to the game, which is something that we had asked for anyway. Do you remember? Yeah. I think. Like, yeah. Yeah. Say, is there a new game plus it's like oh there isn't oh that's a shame I would have liked that now there is oh, I'll definitely try it out on PS5 fuck yeah definitely yeah fuck yeah could you imagine like what the fast travel would be like yeah because the fast travel that was already ridiculous for a game that was so huge yeah mm. and they, they had to they they added in <laughs> stuff they added in extra loading for that fast travel just so that you could read the hints yeah, yeah, that's right. It was faster than that. It was faster. So it was way it's faster. Like, you're gonna, you're gonna like before you even pick the spot you want to fast travel to. He already take you there. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, that's not even where I wanted you... to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just fast travel you all over the place. Okay, so Ghost of Tsushima, the first one for us that has made it into the top five. Yeah. Adam, would you like to continue making this easy, or would you like to get controversial? I don't know. You're still figuring out yours, are you? Oh, no, <laughs> no, you know, fuck you guys. PT. I, want... <laughs> oh, I wanted PT. But, uh, oh. It's not going to make it, so it doesn't matter. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Wow. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I did not think that was going to be on Eric's list. Eric, you're shocking the shit out of me. Final Fantasy VII Remake <laughs> is also on my list. Wow, it makes it into the top five. Is there any of particular... course it does. It's Final Fantasy VII. Well, no, that's not... That's not... That game made me cry, Chris. Of course it's going to get to the top five. Yeah, yeah it, it's like as soon as it hits the, the tier points, it gets in there. Um, five tiers out of balling. Five tiers out of balling. On a scale of one to balling. <laughs> <laughs> um, any particular reason it got your top five? Is there any particular highlights in the game that you're like, to read? What? Like, it's fucking amazing. And, like, it's. It lived up to what I. The expectations, basically, you know? Like, I've been wanting this ever since Final Fantasy VII released. <laughs> like, Final <laughs> Fantasy VII, like, was one of the, the few games I owned on PS1. Yeah. And, uh, like, I really didn't get into that game until, like, I actually had the PS2 and I was playing it through the back combat on that. And uh, then when the PS3 was being released, there was the tech demo and I was like, oh, my God, they're going to they're gonna remake this game. Like, I've been right. wanting to remake ever since 10, Final Fantasy X was out because I wanted it done in the Final Fantasy X engine. Yeah, um, right. But at that point, obviously, yeah. And then and every time, it, every yeah, time yeah. there's been the new console, I was like, oh, come on, come on. So like, it got to a point where it's like, oh, they're obviously never gonna do it. They're never gonna do it. But when they showed it, like, I remember, like, when they announced it, I I woke up to it. I'm kind of disappointed as to how I found out. It was like one of my mates, um, already messaged it. Like, I didn't stay up to watch E3 that that night, and I woke up to the message. Final yeah. Seven remake announced. I was like, I would have loved to have just watched it that morning Can you imagine yeah and just experienced that like i would have fucking lost my shit but uh i it, still did <laughs> yeah like it is it was such a great reveal and and then there was like the development issues and everything was like oh no like this is it it doesn't seem like it's gonna be as good as it ended up being and it ended up being amazing like just there's no like i mean yes there's graphical issues 
yes they could have optimized it it's unnecessarily large for what it is um in terms of file size and stuff it didn't need to be on two discs i i i don't believe it like i think it was just to do it how quickly i think they switched um there was development issue they switched engine and they switched staff and i think they were just trying to get out the door i think part two is going to be fucking like in terms of optimization and graphically i think it's going to be incredible really do Mm. but the like the gameplay is so good (laughs) you know like there's some shitty moments obviously like the the aerial combat but fucking hell the gameplay is so fucking good this is definitely the best playing final fantasy game yeah definitely Mm. 100 and Um, the the way they brought the characters alive too like the you know you're like they sound just like that (laughs) you know like that's how they sound (laughs) they were silent but that's how they sounded in my head that's how they sounded that's bang on you got them bang on how did the creators know um (laughs) yeah i um in a similar way i was advocating for this game to be remade like every single time every step of the way like and you know it was everyone knows my love for final fantasy 7 at this point like it's Mm -hmm. ridiculous but um so when they uh, there was always like talks about like they would be brought up a lot in interviews with the producers and stuff like what when are you ever going to remake Final Fantasy VII? It wasn't even a case of, are you going to? It was like, when are you going to do it? Come on, everyone's asking for it. When you, yeah. Like, if you want to make a lot of money, that's the announcement you need to mm-hmm. make right now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's going to fucking blow people's minds. When are you going to do it? And they're like, we... I remember reading before and it being reshared and stuff. Like, we will remake Final Fantasy VII when we've made a Final Fantasy that surpasses it. And I remember reading that and going, all right, so it's never going to fucking Because <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, every time they released uh... one, it was like... Yeah, okay, I can see how some people are into this, or it's like, oh, this one in particular I do like, but it's just it's just nowhere near the quality of characters and stories and world building of seven. Like it's just you're just not hitting the mark at all. You're nowhere near it. You're like, this is a grand game, but it's not a fucking mind bending game. It's not the greatest game ever. Um and I remember playing fifteen after seven had been announced. Right? Seven remake had been announced and I lost mm-hmm. my shit off. So I remember playing 15 and um, being at the time being really impressed with the combat, right? And okay. thinking like, wow, if it plays like this, this is going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, I think they've cracked the code because obviously <laughs> it's, it's, I was like, the turn-based stuff is just not, it's not just not going to work in the modern age now. And I was like, but this is fast <laughs> and active, but I could still access my spells and potions and shit and I could issue some commands to my party members the reason i, I think... find this funny is because i played 15 after the fact i know i know so like i i played obviously before i've ever even seen footage of seven really yeah. really apart from that reveal trailer so i'm like i'm really impressed i'm like this is going to be good it's going to be the seven world and characters but this kind of gameplay yeah before it's fast and active and oh my god holy shit when it finally came out and i finally played that gameplay and i was like this 15 sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. I do enjoy 15, but nowhere nearly as strongly. Like, it didn't even get an honorable mention for me. But the I did go back to replay 15, and I was like, Jesus, this combat is slow. Yeah. Like, this, yeah. this, I'm doing fuck all. Whereas originally, I thought I was doing loads. Yeah. Seven Remake cracked, absolutely cracked the fucking combat. Yeah. And then, I mean, everything you said, like, in some cases the graphics aren't great, but in other cases they're really good. 
Yeah, the, it's the the lighting and character models in particular are incredible. Yeah, the um, characters themselves, how they're portrayed, just blew, blew my mind. Especially when you're like so worried about the animeisms of it, mm-hmm. you know, which is something that it just didn't really exist in the world. It, in some characters, it does, but in the world of Final Fantasy VII, that particular Final Fantasy is so doomy and gloomy. Mm-hmm. It's just not as high up anime energy as some of the other Final Fantasies are and I was so worried that it was going to be with like English voice acting and stuff yeah and I was so impressed with how it's with how it's done so impressed and then the music holy star of the show is the music the star of the show is the music it's yeah. fucking incredible so of course Final Fantasy 7 Remake I will be shocked if the if it does not win at least best music at the Game Awards, yeah, me too. This year, I, I will be shocked, like, because it's incredible. Like, there's even they're doing an orchestra world tour. Yeah, um, mm. you know what I mean. Like, they, they Where, know. Are they are they are they going anywhere close to us? UK, right? So we kind of okay. coronavirus thing to fuck off, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, so would they, oh, right? They they can't. Well, I, I, it'd be great tour. if they live streamed it. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Oh yeah, that'd be that would Check be that out too. Um, so yeah, so far we've got Ghost of Tsushima and Seven Remake, which are both games that came out this year. I actually, I personally forgot an honorable mention. I know it's not one for you guys. Last of Us Part Two is actually oh, right. an honorable mention for me personally. I did rate that game quite highly. I had an amazing experience playing that game. It's relentless, so stressful, so horrible. Uh, I loved it, but um, it's not. It's not getting a nomination. The game that is getting a nomination from me. It's God of War. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, Adam? Well, it depends on whether I can... Just just add it in. <laughs> well, it's obviously going <laughs> to be there now, easy. isn't it? Because, like, I mean... It depends, because if two... Like, they could get to a point where we've got six games because two of us went... So, you know what I mean? And then we like, <laughs> okay, have to boot one of them off. But anyway. <laughs> um, so, Eric, you're also going for God of War? I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm forgetting an honorable mention as well. Or I could have six out of five favorite uh, games. Yeah, fucking hell. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even have Get Resident your Steve. shit together, Eric. <laughs> Get together, um, so, this is almost as bad as a favorite game. You just have to, like, <laughs> you know, write your way, list beforehand. That's, that's, this is way easy. easier. Um, Eric, how come God of War? We'll come back to Adam. How come God of War gets a nomination from you? Uh, I think that came out at the right time for me. That was when I was getting really into Norse mythology. Mm. Uh, I do remember, Chris, I think you bought me Neil Gaiman's book on Norse mythology. So I, I, I not, it's one of the few books I have finished reading. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read it, I finished reading it, and I was like, that, that actually, I, I, when I got to the end of that, I think I finished that before I even saw Endgame as well. Right. If I'm correct. Or I... Fi- no, no, no. I would have I read it after... Actually, I finished it after Endgame. After Endgame came out. And I even thought to myself when I read it, I was like, oh my god, this is... The ending to this is almost better than Endgame. Right. Because of how all the stories that at times, some of them were like... They were so like, alright, okay, they're going fishing, so what? Like, But it's the character development of them that eventually builds up to the finale moment was so good and it was like 
I think the first time I ever actually had somewhat emotion for a book. Because <laughs> I'm not going to lie, reading with nothing else is very, like, I don't understand how anyone could get scared or laugh or anything. It's the fucking words on a page, like. But <laughs> with... <laughs> One of the oldest Watch forms it. of storytelling. Like, <laughs> no, <nothing>. no. Vocals <laughs> and I, pictures. I said one of. I didn't say the. I, I'm just catching out there. But playing God of War and watching how they implemented everything, all the Norse stuff into God of War, again, some of the stories and tweaking them to suit their... was so good. Like when they introduce Balder. I know for you, Sue, you're like, who the fuck is that guy? And I was like, I know who that is. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> so that shit, the combat, watching how great Kratos, how Kratos, Kratos became so Kratos, uh, how, how Kratos has become, how chore he's become. Then it's like capturing again that essence of of with what was so great with the last of us, which was the connection between Joel and Ellie, and now they're capturing that with with Kratos and Atreus, mm-hmm. but like with a different ah, uh, and the music as well. The music was beautiful. And the combat was beautiful. And the designs were beautiful. It was great. I was super impressed by the visuals. Even just the designs of creatures and stuff. Like that bit where Freya's house mm-hmm. is a turtle. Yeah. yeah. Shit like that where it's like that's straight out of that never any story. And actually if you listen to Corey Barlog um, in interviews he mentions how the never ending story is one of his favorite movies. And so some of those little parallels between like the, the fairy tale stuff that exists in yeah. that God of War game, but just in an R-rated way, yeah. is very on purpose. Um, and I actually, uh, he he does. If anyone hasn't checked them out yet, like if you've played God of War and you enjoyed it, check out the spoiler casts that are out there that Corey Barlog does with different crowds, like Easy Allies and these kinds of people, because he goes into so much detail about very specific reasons why they framed certain scenes or did certain things. The game is redi- is even more detailed than you realize. It's fucking ridiculous how detailed the game is. I also recommend the making of documentary Raising Kratos. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. It's 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 one of the most interesting like behind the scenes documentaries I've watched. Like I, I remember like enjoying you know like some kind of monster. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Which is a fascinating documentary and doesn't shy away from the problems that are going on as well. Yeah. And this is like that. Like, there's some moments where you're kind of like, Jesus, that guy's been a bit of a dick, actually. And it's like, Corey, go easier on your crew, will you? At times, <laughs> right? Um, or And then you're seeing, like, there's a bit of trouble, and they're like, fuck, we only actually have... Like, it looks like... It looked like they had five or six years to make that game. In actual fact, the first few years was to make a presentation for the game, and then they had a year and a half to make the game. That's yep. insane. That's ridiculous. You know? And it wasn't working, like a, no, cu- a couple of weeks. Fuck. Like the head of uh, Sony Entertainment at the time, I think he was just like, "This is a broken mess. You cannot ship this." Yeah. And this they was only to... this was only like a couple of weeks before shipping. <laughs> okay. And then there's that other amazing video of when it does finally go out, and I find it really touching. Though, yeah, when he's watching all the reviews, checks the reviews that yeah, come up. Yeah. It's because good. especially if you've watched that documentary, you realize just how much work, not not just him, because a lot of people do put a lot of credit in him and he did do a lot of hard work, but the entire development crew, like the amount of work they put into that game. 
Yeah. And then to see it pay off there is really it's amazing. Yeah. So good. He um, his um his little kind of career I suppose is, is really interesting. Like I mean he he uh like as I I talking about the previous trilogy. Yeah. Or even previous saga. Wait, if you count the I suppose Ascension as well, right? Yeah, there's Ascension, there's also the PSP games. Oh yeah. One and two to me are the best. Without a doubt. Okay. Like they're way better than any of the other God of Wars that came out. Uh and he was the director, creative director on those two. And then oh, okay. he left the studio. He went off to work on other stuff, including Tomb Raider twenty thirteen. And he he came back then and became creative director for this one. Yeah. I just think yeah, it it has it's not the same stamp, but there's uh, there's something about its coherency in the vision, I think. That I, mm-hmm. I think the other God of War games don't have. They're they're more like, well, people like this, so let's just include it. As opposed to mm-hmm. there's a there's a specific story, there's a specific style and we need to maintain it the whole way through. I think he he does a good job of pulling the team together to, to do that. Yeah. He reminds me a bit of not that they have you know different approaches and stuff, but Neil Druckmann in terms of just like now maybe that doesn't totally show on Last of Us 2 I must say, but in terms of just like pulling the team together to like I'm not really interested in selling and making a game that we just know is going to sell. I'm interested in like serving the game mm-hmm. and serving a certain story and yeah. doing what that story needs, regardless of how, like uh, actually just as an example, he, when he heard about the turtle, he wanted the turtle. And then he was told that it was like, that's going to cost us a fucking fortune to do. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, but I really want it. <laughs> and, and like, I didn't know that story before, but that moment is a real standout moment to me. Charlie walking up to, yeah, yeah, Charlie, yeah, yeah. That's another. That's a joke. Some was it IGN? IGN named so, yeah. Atreus Charlie in some article, and they were like, oh, yeah. "Where the fuck did they get that name from?" Like, we didn't. Yeah. No one called it Charlie. So then they just, as a joke, back named the Turtle Charlie. Yeah. Yeah, which is hilarious, but uh. So look, for me and Eric, it gets into the top five, which means it's on the board at the moment, and we'll see if it gets knocked off. But Adam, does it make your top five? Well, you see, it depends on whether you let me have this other one. <laughs> I don't know what it is. You had Skyrim seven. Skyrim VR. No. I knew Adam was going to bring that up. No, no. Because, <laughs> like, That's a, no. it's not Sorry. playable on the previous console. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> no, it's a port of Skyrim, though. It's not I know a it's port. It's not a port. It had to redo it for VR. They put way too much effort into that game when they could have just made six. Another, another Elder Scrolls? Yeah, they could have. Yeah. Yeah. They'll never make another one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well then, that's an honorable mention. Yeah, okay. Well, you can say it if you want, but it didn't, I'm going to say it didn't make my list. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have... It's on my list. Okay. Is it? No. <laughs> <Imagine>. <laughs> okay, well, there's my my five done then. I'm starting to wonder: Are they actually going to be the same? I really t- no. They're there's, probably there's one, no, no. There's one for there's one I have that you won't have. I know for a fact, but it's my top five, okay. and there's one Eric's going to have that they we used, don't have. Yeah. That's his top five, which oh, means there must make, be one that be... you have, 
and I thought it was going to be Death Stranding, so I'm really interested to hear what it's going to be now. Oh, okay. So we'll we'll see when we get there. Right. Uh, but it's definitely going to be it's one. Obviously, that we not Sky and VR. Fuck's sake. Fuck's sake. <laughs> okay, so so far we have Ghost of Tsushima, Final Fantasy VII Remake, God and of God of War on the board. Eric, would you like to nominate the next game? Yeah, sure. Uh, Uncharted 4. Yeah. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> that Uncharted is actually my favorite game on PS4. I think it's possibly mine as well yeah yeah and uh the only ones that come close that could be there are seven remake and ghost of tsushima yeah but i rated higher than god of war and the other game that i'll be saying but mm. um because like remember we were doing games of the decade actually and it so happened to fell in the decade with last of us and skyrim uncharted 4 got the third spot so at that point it was definitely like before this year it was absolutely my favorite playstation 4 game yeah. And it has contenders now, but what a fucking game! Yeah, really, have- really good. Um, it's a perfect, perfect finale for Elena and Drake. And it's my favorite Uncharted game. Man, there you go. every time we do an episode, you have a different fucking favorite Uncharted game. It's that's just not never- true. That's yeah. not fucking yeah, true. It's that's not true. It's that's never not true. <laughs> it's never two. It's never two, but it's always one of the others. <laughs> but it's definitely four. Okay, no, no, I, you know what? I'm not going to argue that. 4 is my second favorite Uncharted. Uncharted 4 <laughs> made me cry. On a scale of 1 to bawling, Eric. <laughs> well, um, no, I, I don't think I was as bad as, as, as with Eric's house when you go around the corner in Midgar. But I was, it, it, got, it got me, it got me. It was mainly when, when, when Elaine and Drake were having a bit of an issue when they're on the island. Just any of them, any moment with them, like that, um, you know, sitting down to have dinner. <laughs> yeah, oh, you were, yeah. like, you were crying? Fuck me. Like, no, I, I wasn't crying, but it was just kind of like, Jesus Christ, like this is... Are they filming me right now? It's like, <laughs> you yeah, know, is, it's is, so... Is this real life? It's so <laughs> relatable. Like, it's the most yeah. relatable thing in the game I've ever yeah. come across. That reveal. That reveal as well. When you're uh, in your house. When you turn on the PlayStation 1. Ah, oh, sorry. Uh, on your screen and you go, lads, you know what you're doing. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop. The PlayStation 1 looks just like that. But the, uh, just the graphics and the way it performs, like, and, and the performance of the characters, like, it's an incredible experience from start to finish. I, I think I've said it before when we're talking about it. I only, I only have two problems with the game. And they're really personal. They're not, they're mm-hmm. really not things you can knock the game down on. So, like, if we were to do, like, a scale thing like Uncharted 4 would get a 10 out of 10 from me that's Ooh, that's okay. where it's at okay but so well, Uncharted uh, 2 is 10 out of 10 for you as well yeah wow okay you know like i mean at this point i could probably say oh the graphics aren't great but it's like at the time they were they were the best book it was the best looking game <laughs> that had ever been made when it came out so um yeah but with Uncharted 4 yeah the only two things i didn't like was uh, no monsters because I just kind of uh, it's the last Uncharted it's the last chance to have a monster or something creepy towards the end but of the game that the they monster had. is winning us I all know, I know I know I know I, I got all that but I just I just thought it'd be really <laughs> cool on the creepy island to have something and then the other thing was I wasn't crazy into the shoreline villains but I said this before and that's really yeah. just a, a picky thing 
it's not i just would have preferred like a gang of actual gangsters or criminals or scumbags and they weren't really that they were like a little private group yeah and then as a result it was like jesus nate um you're you know slow down there man (laughs) you're killing a lot of just like private (laughs) security guys uh with grenades and everything like (laughs) i would have felt better about it if they were more like eddie raja's crew you know that kind of way and i felt like rafe was a bad enough guy to have guys like that around him yeah you know healthy enough guy to but that was it that was that's literally nitpicking criticisms really yeah that's all i I have to say that that when and this again i suppose where last of us two kind of falls down in the fact that storytelling is that somehow they managed to do the brother comes back trope and not make a balls of it yeah (laughs) it's true yeah no they actually handle it quite well because i remember hearing about it i wasn't crazy about it yeah, it's a bit it. like, oh, really? Yeah, it was like, so, wait, he had a brother all this time. But then they do a clever kind of thing of, like, he's been living his brother's life out of guilt mm. almost and yeah. now has finally moved on. And then suddenly his brother comes and takes him out of that life. And you're like, oh, man, how are you so good at writing? This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is ridiculous. So, yeah, yeah. what a game. Um, okay, so the first four were doing pretty good. Yeah. Uh, now it's going to get. Oh, yeah, no, there's going to be some serious disagreement here. Uh, Wait yeah. see. But uh, <laughs> what the fuck is on about, man? You guys have no idea. Hmm. But so at the moment we have Final Fantasy VII Remake, Uncharted 4, Thief's End, God of War, and Ghost of Tsushima in the top five Brothers Takes PS4 games. Adam, would you like to nominate for spot number five? Okay, uh, Spider Man. <laughs> yeah spider-man's an amazing game yeah it's incredible <laughs> it's really really good it wasn't my fifth spot no and it wasn't an honorable mention of you no yeah i did because did i you didn't just forget about it no i didn't forget about it i just didn't consider it for a top five like, like i said honorable mentions has to be one that you genuinely were like wrestling with to be a top five or not okay. i really really enjoyed spider-man i like loved the game um, I'm looking forward to Spider-Man Miles Morales and I look really forward to when they do the follow-up like the official follow-up to that game like the, mm-hmm. the whatever it's going to be called Spider-Man 2 or whatever like I'm really looking forward to where they take the characters and what they do with them there's some stuff in the gameplay that I don't enjoy and that's why it loses a bit for me but my favorite depiction of Spider-Man since Tobey Maguire yeah that's for me personally. I know a lot of people like Tom Holland and a lot of people like Andrew Garfield. The Sam Raimi Spider-Man is still my Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And so seeing this one, and actually Mary Jane, I thought, was depicted incredibly well. Like, really well. I was like, this. Uh, they've just taken the Sam Raimi kind of Spider-Man stuff and modernized it. Like, and took it in. Like, you know, because obviously, if you go back and watch Sam Raimi now, it feels like those movies aren't that old. But if you yeah. go back and watch them now... Yeah, they're old, man. They're so old. They actually are. They're like, well, they're 20 years old now at this yeah. point, nearly. So, yeah. and you can see it. You're like, oh wow, it's like people dress differently then. You know, <laughs> what, you're like, look at it go. Yeah, what the people hell? No, people listened to Nickelback back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Well, yeah, exactly. And they say that a hero could save us. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Spider-Man. Uh, it was kind of a no-brainer when I was making this top five PS4 games list. Like that one, kind of. That and Uncharted 4 
and Five Seven Remake immediately jumped out to me as being in the top five. Okay. And it has what Horizon Zero Dawn doesn't, which is I can just turn that on and just fucking swing around and like, oh, there's a dude fucking robbing a car. Let me just go take that out. Like, you can still do shit in it, you know, even after completing the game. I loved the kind of stupid side quests. Like, just like in any other game, it'd be there. They'd be crap, right? But like, just getting your backpack or something, right? That's such a Peter Parker task. Yeah, I you love know that. What I mean, stuff. like, it's um really great. I think they they are they they did a good job with the villains. Like, they almost matched Rocksteady's approach nearly to to the villains. I think they right. did a really good job, and I can't wait to see the next, you know, next few villains. Um, yeah, I thought in particular their depiction of Doctor Octopus. Yeah, really good. Was really good. Yeah, I liked him probably the most. There was some of them I thought were just too cheesy, so it's for some of them they didn't actually work for me. Like I, I Vulture and Scorpion. I thought they worked. I didn't think they worked for me. I thought they were too cartoony, uh, which. Well, in some ways, you're like, well, it's Spider-Man, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it should be. But like also, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like Scorpion is a villain that always interested me in Spider-Man. He's never made it onto the big screen yet. Um, but I just, I wasn't particularly impressed with his depiction. Um, but yeah. that's just me. Um, but yeah, no, it's a really fun game. I can't wait to play more of it. And I, the running on the buildings is so satisfying. Yeah, I really love that. And, like, you can just, you know, you can jump off, like, the highest building and land on your feet. No problem. Like, you can't die. The Easter eggs in it, I think, do rival, like, they're not rival, but, you know, they're they're rock city quality, I think. You know, like, with the Avengers Tower and all that kind of stuff. Like, like they're really good. It's fun. And you have to take photographs in it as well, like, as, as a side quest. And I love going around trying to find them. It's such yeah. a good playground, I think, that game. Like and it does manage to do linear story missions in an open kind of world, I guess, in a way that's not bad. <laughs> like it, yeah. it works really, really well. Uh yeah, I really enjoyed that game. Like there's no doubt like that you know, that, that game became a console seller. People went out and actually oh, purchased PS fours just for that game. I'm just so glad that the PS5 is starting with the next one. It's kind of crazy. Like, well, obviously Sony had rights to Spider-Man. Yeah. But like, they have bagged a really popular hero. Like, yeah, it's a really good character to have exclusive. And it's a good studio like, that's making it too. Yeah, very much so. Um, it's my turn to nominate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is to prove how subjective these lists are. Nobody in the world is going to agree with me. But my fifth spot was Batman Arkham Knight. Well, there will be some people that might agree with you, just not Maybe. <laughs> Did you think, yeah, right. <laughs> I've said it before, I love Arkham Knight. I really yeah. do. The Batmobile is is terrible. But I just think the writing and the story, the depiction of the characters, the some way the scenes are framed and shot is so good that it just that I can overlook I, I'm able to overlook the Batmobile and just really buy into the harrowing tale that Batman is going through. Kevin Conroy's performance in that one is the strongest in the series. Definitely. 
and Mark Hamill's performance as the Joker is incredible. So applaudable. It's amazing what they do with the Joker. And having the Joker as a running commentary throughout. And mm. even like, we all knew he was coming back. We were all like, we don't believe you, Rocksteady. We don't, like, we don't believe you that he's dead or we don't believe you that he's not going to be in it at all. No one believes you. So having him show up and the first thing he says go, oh, come on, Bats. We all knew this was going to happen. But it had like a double meaning and stuff. And I was like, this is, this is clever. Like, they know what they're doing. And even though they changed up Scarecrow and it's weird, it's weird that it's not the same guy. And it's like, you know, when you play the whole series now, you're like, well, that Scarecrow is so different to Scarecrow in the first game. Yeah. John Noble's voice coming through the speakers as you're going through this rainy, haunted Gotham is just incredible. Um, and I thought the graphics at its time and the like, the quick load into cutscenes and stuff, that blew my mind when that first came out. I I thought it was like really good, and I didn't think it was getting enough credit for that actually. Um, so I've had a lot of fun playing that game. I've replayed it a lot, and for me, uh, I prefer it to Spider Man. Um, but that's not to say I don't like Spider Man. I love Spider Man. <laughs> All right. Um, so now Eric is gonna come out. I know what he's gonna come out with. Yeah, yeah. The Order eighteen eighty six. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> No, he's not. He's fucking. He's pulling her. Yeah, I'm uh, fucking with you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Aaron. Hit us the with the big guns. The Witcher Tree Wild Hunt. I was. I first. I like. That's what I thought you were gonna say. But I wouldn't be surprised if you did decide to go with the order. <laughs> no, I say I wouldn't be surprised if he just forgot it and then yeah. someone else brings up. Isn't the Witcher Tree one of your favorite games? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I'm after forgetting it now, so I'm gonna keep going with the order, Adrian. Or it's like, like I'm so shocked about Resi 2. Like I, I still can't get over that. I, I can't believe. Yeah, but considering the other games I named, like. I know. I, I hear you. No, I hear you. I'm just surprised it wasn't like the number one honorable mention. Ah, uh, yeah, but I have to try to save, save for all the games I had. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Witcher Tree. Uh, apart from. I don't think obvious... that's not a surprise, is it? No, no, but and actually, I, I am Why going to say that I, I've bashed its music, actually, because I was, I was listening to some of its music um, recently. <laughs> and I, I have bashed its its music a bit too much, to be honest. It's fight, I'm going to stand by it. Its fighting music is terrible, but actually the rest of its soundtrack is 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 beautiful. Is is actually really amazing. Um, what was the question? <laughs> like obviously most of the world would agree with you i would say um anyone who probably played the game but yeah. why does why does it make the top five for you uh it's the one it's the main one that introduced me to the witcher world which i fell in love with i i loved the, the world the witcher i think the witcher does what game of thrones was trying to do but better okay like Trying to make this this harrowing, realistic world that deals with the politics and deals with racism and segregation and and um, discrimination and trying to find one's purpose within this cruel, harrowing, unforgiving world where no one person is actually a good guy. Yeah, I think The Witcher does it better because it actually has fantasy shit in it, while Game of Thrones doesn't really. Yeah. Um. Then I I feel I also think that it is kind of a one of its kind type thing, right? Uh, like I know like the monster slayer, monster hunter is kind of a 
kind of a fantasy trope, but the reason for everything being where they are. Like that that intrigued yeah, I've heard you that before. That intrigued me so much. I was like, that's that is a sci fi level, to be honest. So you should definitely even... play it on uh, the PS five, Eric, because um people have been trying it on both PS five and Series X and found that when you fast travel there is no loading at all. Yeah. You, you literally just I've seen appear that. in whatever location. Class. Yeah. Awesome. It's ridiculous. Um, so I might actually play it then. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You just got it. Yeah, you'll just have to put up with the onboarding. Yeah, that, I did find that quite quite difficult. Yeah. But I, I imagine, like, you know, if you had the time, it's it's like a lot of big large RPGs. You know, if, yeah. if you just if you just put in the time to actually learn the mechanics and the inventory system and stuff, because even the likes of Horizon can. At first, I think be a bit like, oh, where is everything sort of stuff like? Yeah, especially your inventory management, I think, can be a bit mm. um, much. Trying at, to yeah, trying to figure out what everything is because everything's only this like like white illustration in Horizon. I do yeah, love yeah. Horizon though; mm. it's good. Uh, but yeah, no, I just the the Witcher characters. I know like Geralt can like at first sound a bit like dull and drab because I know Chris, that was one of your problems. Yeah, but you kind of get it used to him. Like you know, I mean, it you know if you're able to listen to to. Dante uh, in two. Yeah, if you ever listen to Dante ever, uh, I'm sure you can put up with Geralt's uh, non-flamboyant voice. <laughs> uh, and like Henry Cavill does a fantastic job mimicking his voice. Oh, in the show, like, yeah, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, like he did such a good job. Uh, so now we have the difficult. Like, I played that game because I, I did say that I found most PS4 games really hard to replay. I played and cleared that three times getting all three different endings yeah that's one of the ones that you've replayed the most right yeah yeah that was great um now we have a really difficult job of trying to decide which gets the fifth spot because mm. it'll be the good the bad and the ugly kind of standoff right now because it seems to be it's either that or we then have to or go i think it has to be to... pt what i was gonna say <laughs> is there an honorable mention that all three of us had you know that nearly made our top fives, or it's like, well, all three of us considered that. So whereas, n you know, none of us considered <laughs> the other game that each of us have said. So like, you know, Spider Man wasn't an honorable mention for me, or Eric. Batman Arkham Knight was not an honorable mention for either of you. Witcher Tree was not an honorable mention for either of us. So is there of the honorable mention games that we all said? Is there one that's like, it's like, okay, so collectively, that's the one that's going to have to go forward. I think Horizon Zero Dawn is not a romance for all of us. Horizon, I think yeah. it was. I think that one was. I think PT was. <laughs> I I personally think you it, it should go to PT. <laughs> it's just yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I fucking I think PT is incredible and it had such a lasting effect on me. It's just a case of like <laughs> I still then, yeah, can't sleep. But then I suppose I was about to say it's just the length of it, but then at the same time it's like okay, so do you judge a game based on just its length? Like, I mean that, that, that game That's... can actually last forever. It can. It can last so long because you. That's ridiculously long. So therefore, it's the longest game in the world, <laughs> or the shortest. So hold on. Or are we are we putting it down to? Is it now between Horizon Zero Dawn and PT? Uh, I mean, Resident Evil is not on Adam, so we can't do that one. Uh, was there any other honorable mention that all three of us had? Until Dawn? Until Dawn. Until Dawn, yeah. Did you have that one, Eric? 
So, no, no, I didn't. No, oh, yeah. Did you? I don't know. Let's <laughs> <laughs> stop. Take let's, that. Let's, I'm gonna take that as a no. Stop, then. Add, stop adding shit. All right. If you add shit, it makes the choice harder. No, but I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to be legit here. Because if you prefer Until Dawn to the other two, then I, I would, I would go for Horizon Zero Dawn. If as from with all three. And Adam, you would go for PT. I think PT. Like, here's my case with it, right? Yeah, go on. Here's give my us, case. Yeah, come on. Okay, give it. Give us a case there. PT is a game, or at least was a game. It wasn't a demo. Because Silent Hill playable teaser. Yeah, playable teaser. It was a teaser, but it wasn't that Silent Hill wasn't going to be like that. Yeah, I hear you. It wasn't going to be anything like that. Therefore, it was an exclusive, almost um, game. It was a. It was a tech demo. I'm showing off the, the engine. No, it wasn't a tech demo. It was showing it was a proof of concept showing that this team, these directors, can scare the shit out of you. And we're introducing our new playable character, Norman Reedus. That was the whole thing. But it was a game. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Eric, why do you say Horizon? <laughs> uh well actually I'd say the Witcher Tree, but um, but in this case, now that we're at this point, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, because I had uh, four out of five tiers of balling with that game. Okay. First of all, yeah, right. That that game, that game touched me in the feels. Uh, I that fairness, like I love PT instantly, right? Like most like most people have played it, but I didn't like Horizon Zero Dawn at first. It was only when I went back to play it, I yep. played it, cleared it, loved it, cried at the end of the fucking game. Um, I, I was the same with design. Horizon actually. Like I, I didn't like it at first. It, I, I got so far into it and came back a year later, and decided just to get on with the story. And I really enjoyed the story, but there's a lot in that game to, you know, I think could improve. Mm-hmm. Other than yeah. not being available, I cannot fault PT. <laughs> I all. can, I can, I can fault it. Yeah. Being extremely hard to complete. <laughs> yeah, I I think that that's that is a, a massive point. fault. But that's like, part of its design, though. I know, but it blurs they between the lines of like slightly it blurs between the lines of like being really clever and then just being like totally incomprehensible, like <laughs> like to the point where it's like nobody knows how they finished this. No, yeah, they don't. It has so it's not necessarily a... like. It's, it's not a puzzle it, you solve. It's like an accident you happen upon. You know, I can imagine PT in years to come being read on uh, some sort of creepypasta YouTube channel. To, like, how how many pieces of media have, like, gotten to the status of Dracula and the werewolf as a piece of lore and story? Like, this thing has is going to surpass the digital realm and, and actually become here's here's a, bent, here's, a, a nightmare here's where I'm at. rent yeah go on here's where i'm at yeah right. yeah, yeah, yeah um yeah, yeah. i love aloy she's an incredible character yeah i love the world of horizon and i can't wait for horizon 2 right mm. but when i played horizon what i was impressed by was that it took so many things from so many other games and made this incredible experience this mishmash of and then as well horizon is a game that depending on who you are will determine whether i recommend it to you or not 
I'd recommend it to most gamers. Yeah. But not every gamer. PT, I found myself saying, you need to experience this. And then a whole slew of games came out, including Resi 7, which was also incredible. Alien Isolation. Loads of other games. that Maybe they were doing it already. I don't know. But it seemed like so many games and a couple of indie horror games and stuff were totally inspired by what PT did in the short time that it did it. Therefore, I'm going to go with PT. <laughs> because, I, yeah, I think it is legendary. And it can only have happened on the PS4. Horizon's legacy is going to live on on PS5. I can't wait for Horizon 2. But PT is just this moment of history now. And uh, since none of us can get the ones that we wanted from our own top fives, fuck it. PT. Well, actually, Adam does. He gets it from his top fucking six. Oh, yeah. Top, top seven, seven, actually. <laughs> <laughs> actually. So, yeah, top five. That means collectively, the brothers takes top five PS4 games. Four of them were like absolutely across the board, and then the last one took a bit of figuring out there. But just goes to show are... how many great games there was, and it really there was actually a lot of really good games. There are Ghost of Tsushima, Final Fantasy VII Remake, God of War, Uncharted 4, Thief's End, and PT. <laughs> With another special mention to Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, please, uh, if you. Um, agree with this list and it's very possible people are not going to you know who knows and some people won't even be able to check out pt now to see are we right or not you know it's it's gone you can't Take get my it. word well they'd have to they'd have to watch demos on youtube yeah, you just gotta watch some playthroughs out there and see what we're talking about it's it's fucking insane but anyway that concludes this episode if you um enjoyed the episode please give us a thumbs up if you watch us on youtube consider subscribing to the channel most importantly, jump into the comments to let us know your own picks and your own thoughts on the games that we selected here and be like, Eric's right, it's The Witcher, you guys are crazy. Um, if you're listening to us on audio platforms, get in touch with social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Again, to let us know your top picks for the PS4. We're all looking so forward to the PS5. And anyone who already has it at this point, I hope you're enjoying it. And anyone who has the Xbox Series X, hope you're enjoying it. Um, and we look forward to all the amazing gaming experiences that are come on to next gen. So thank you very much for listening and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.